Anybody else call retinas retinas? Because I do. I used to when I, um, I used to first get an iPhone. Remember when they had the new retina display? I used to read it as retina display for the first five to ten years of my life. It's a big gap, but that's look at all right. I, I do it as a joke on purpose. That's embarrassing. Let's start. The show. <laughs> it's real though. It happened. Hey, it's not you. It's everybody. Everybody did it, right? This sounds better. Retina sounds better than retina. It might be a nice girl's name too. I mean, I mean, sure. I'm not. I'm not participating in this eye discussion. Jacob's like, I'm better than this. <laughs> you guys, you, know, you like the way it sounds. Yeah, retina. Yeah, retina uh, sounded. Anyway. It sounded beautiful, so I thought it was real. What, bad. We should probably start the show. Uh, is it Cornea's then? Let's let, let you know what. Let's drop it. We're going to start the show. It's another fantasy football show presented by Sports Injury Central. Jacob, Taylor, Justin, we are back for. I guess to you guys, episode two, right? This is episode two of the of another fantasy football show. But to us, uh, and I'll and I'll take full responsibility uh, for this because I think I'm the only one who can actually be blamed for this. We did record an entire second episode, uh, and by record, I mean we we went through the motions, like we did the whole thing, and we did the, we did the entire thing. Right? right let's just, just don't just, sugarcoat it. it okay? Yeah, yeah. It was the entire episode, <laughs> an hour of our lives. We'll never get back. Uh, somebody wasn't being recorded. <laughs> it was me, and I apologize. Uh, but you guys don't know that, right? To, to you, this is fresh new content, and we appreciate you listening. Uh, and and to me personally, these two probably are mad that we're running through the motions here again for a second time. Well, what I t- yeah. I'm just gonna pre- pre- pretend I'm in memento and like short term memory loss, just not even no recollection. Of what That's we good. That's fine. So, I told you, Justin. Remember Method Man? He his first um, first album, solo album. So he made it beautiful, got to come out, r- flooded basement. Everything was destroyed. They had to redo it in less than like three weeks. Probably came out better. So yeah, uh, you know what? This, this one isn't you know, like, like I don't know if this rough, is Takao, but, but we're close. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll try. <laughs> That's a high bar we got to meet. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to find a way. But you can follow along if you want to see uh, up to date injury analysis, sixscore.com, at sixscore on our Twitter. At Sports Injury Central on our Instagram. Yes, they're different. I'm sorry. Okay. We couldn't acquire at six score on, on Instagram for some reason. I don't know why. Don't someone ask. have it? Did someone but, have uh, it? It's tough. Somebody has it. And okay. I honestly, I don't, I don't know why. I, I, we have to do like an audit of the company. I feel like somebody here working here has to have it, right? Like who else would have took that? <laughs> it's right? a value commodity. But yeah. We'll, we'll figure someone it out. Someone just woke up one night. I need six score on. I need <laughs> it. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> this will be valuable in the future. We're not paying for it, uh, but it doesn't matter. Uh, you can follow us along, follow us on those social medias if you'd like. But before we get into today, we, we obviously, if you listen to the last episode we teased, we have our expert rankers, expert rankings. We will be getting to those a little bit later today, uh, which I guess today is, is when we're recording this podcast. It's not going to be like hours from now. It'll be by the end of this episode. You'll get those. Uh, but right now, let's take a closer look at what's going on in New York with the Jets and old Zachary Wilson. Uh, Jacob, what's the what's what the heck is happening, man? Yeah, I mean, it's probably the biggest uh, injury to the fantasy landscape right now. I mean, it affects Brees Hall. It affects that wide receiver core. Um, we obviously had a tweet saying toward ACL. Our doctors saw the shift in the knee. Turns out that the PCL strains what saved him and just caused a bone bruise, whatever technical injury info. But uh, that bone bruise is still going to make it tough for him to make back the week one. So, And he's missing all this time in the preseason. So that's a big deal with the young uh, running backs, the young wide receivers, all that rapport. Obviously, he's without Mekhi Becton as a right tackle. Team signed Dwayne Brown and George Fance moving back to right tackle. So a lot of line movement, a lot of 
unsurety on when uh, Zach Wilson's going to be ready to play, but for now it's Joe Flacco season. Yeah, from fantasy, I think everybody's downgraded, like you said, right? Uh, Brees Hall, he's going to offensive line is affecting him. Now he has a different quarterback. That's not necessarily too correlated, but that's still going to affect him. Um, all the other – Elijah Moore, I told you, might be the only one that – I just see him with any quarterback. I think he just takes a huge step this year. But from for Zach Wilson – He's dropping down the boards, and he should from everybody's ranking standpoint. Um, he's not going to have a lot of time this second year. He needs to build the trust with all the new offense, you know, and he's not going to be able to do that. He's not going to be able to do anything until he's fully healed, right? So that's a huge that's a huge uh, loss for him this year to start. That's a loss of time. That's I think I, it hurts his value tremendously. I'm just talking about, yeah, like you said, Jacob, you mentioned from a fantasy standpoint, I don't think people were really valuing a whole lot of Jets anyway. There's just like that stigma. What sucks is like, it did kind of feel like there was a spark where like, there could actually be some some relevant players from this team. And now it it immediately is getting off to a a sad start. So hopefully later on in the season, maybe these could be some late late season breakouts where when they get everything back in line and together, there could be some action there fantasy wise. I think that's a great point. It's not a big drop, but I think people were waiting to see what was going to come out of this offense, you know, in the last two preseason games, week one, and then have them build, build some momentum. But obviously we're robbed of that with the, the Zach Wilson injury. The other thing we're tracking is all this soft tissue stuff popping up. I mean, the Niners have like four hamstrings, four hamstring strains coming the season, some on defense. But Elijah Mitchell is an interesting one. Uh, Miko Hardman just came down with the groin today. Obviously it's, it's tough for our doctors to tell by video the severity of injuries but anything that happens from this point on in training camp is something to to know for your fantasy drafts so we'll have all that coverage at six score yeah i think i think some other soft tissues probably my favorite soft tissues i, I prefer kleenex brand with the lotion uh trying to get an nil deal trying to get an nil deal Justin. yeah we're trying we don't, we're, that's not a paid ad but you know listen kleenex if you're listening hey, cold, we're, cold we're, flu we're, season we're, coming up you know sure. don't be rough on your nose Hey, I'm just saying. Right. That There's an ad right there. We just wrote the it. button, guys. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's all right. Uh, so okay, it's our, sec- it's our second episode, and we want to debut a brand new segment again. Before we get to the expert rankings, we got to get into this. Uh, week one of the preseason has happened. It has occurred. We have seen it with our retinas, uh, and <laughs> it's time. I think it's time to go through our brand new segment. And before we actually debut it. This is going to, you guys have already heard this, right? Because I, we did this recording yesterday, but to listeners, they've never heard this before. And uh, I said it yesterday. I told them this, this took me 14 hours to put together. And you can hear it in the quality. Uh, it's an amazing <laughs> intro to an amazing new segment. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Dudes and duds. Dudes and duds from week one of the preseason what what why the giggles bro like i don't understand <laughs> i thought i was gonna be unimpressed by it now but it's growing on me it's like the fourth it's time really good it, so. right it's like <laughs> the more you hear it it's like oh my god it's 14 I can hours taylor, good, right? for sure yeah no, no yeah. definitely T- taylor right now you got that twinkle in your eye like you want to hear this again hold on i can let me do this dudes and duds that's a permanent that's a mainstay i can fall asleep to that show. no for sure that's fine oh Okay, well, that's that, that hurt my feelings. Uh, all right, so let's get right into it. Uh, let's try to define real quick before we actually get into who we consider dudes and duds. What is a dude and what is a dud? Uh, in my eyes, a dude is just a guy you you trust in your fantasy lineup every week. You're not moving him from his spot. It doesn't matter matchup base. He could be going against the Bills defense. You're trusting him. 
a dud is just a guy that you draft and you're just, you know, he's going to get eight points. You know, he's going to get three catches for 30 yards, whatever it is. Uh, I just, I can't get rid of enough duds because they have no tra- trade value. And I think it's week okay. to week you All can right. use it. And it's also something, yeah. like you said, it's like a season long thing. Like I have this dud in my lineup that's only getting six to eight per game. Like, you know, some people hold on to duds because they don't have nothing left. Right. But, um, no, I think there's different definitions, Justin. I, I don't yeah, know you... my attention span super short. So, right. so you're either a dude or you're a dud, and it's based off of what you just did for me, right? For like sure. if you're if you're a Recency dude, bias, you're looking yeah. good. I liked what I saw. If you're a dud, you've extremely disappointed uh, when you shouldn't have, and now I don't even want to look at you. It's you fluid, right? These me. things can change. Yeah. You can go from dude to dud to not any of them week to week, so it changes. I mean, obviously, in in a world full of duds, we all want to be dudes, right? We want to be some. We want to be dudes. Philosophical. Uh, and I'll, yeah, I'll start with yeah. mine real quick. I, I'll sure. get right into it. I, I I think right out the gate, I got to go with my first, very first dude of another fantasy football show, Romeo Dobe, Dob Dubes. One, See, one that, of those that's, guys. That's tricky. <laughs> one of those guys. No, here's the thing. I when we when the Packers drafted Romeo. Dobbs is how you're supposed to say it, right? You think he's come on record? It's yeah. Romeo Dobbs. It's okay. D O U B S. I want to say Dubs, and I want to say Dubs all the time. We're all uh, saying it. We're all saying it. We're all saying it. We're all saying it. But he's my dude of the week. I really think what what's going on in Green Bay is something that we should. Uh, it should be on fantasy football players' uh, radar. Obviously, Alan Lazard, I think, is just is the number one by default he's he's been there the longest and he's actually shown production uh we've seen that sammy watkins who knows how long he's gonna last what's left in the tank and the same could be said about randall cobb i think there's really an opportunity and i think they drafted christian watson he was the guy that that you know the high, high draft capital we wanted to see something from him but romeo dobbs right now is the one actually producing and the one getting all the the, the the hype out of camp and and he's did it in preseason week one three catches 45 yards and a touchdown he looks good well that whole wide receiver room is a mixed bag right like you said you just named all of them any single one of those players could be the number one um it, i did hear um earlier that christian watson might need a little bit more work so you might put him a little bit down but uh dobbs was uh alpha dog at uh nevada was the number one receiver for carson strong this kid can play. So like, he's not, he's not, this isn't like, he's not shy. He's not, not used to this. He can be the number one. So what he's doing in preseason is it's not surprising. Like the, it's actually maybe more surprising that he fell down. There was a really stacked wide receiver um, draft this year. So he did fall a little bit, but what you're seeing now, this is what we can kind of compare to like Jalen Tolbert, where like this kid was uh, also alpha dog at Southern Alabama. And he look at him. He's maybe going to be the two, three over in Dallas. So these kids are not they're not shy they're they were the number ones at school for multiple years so they're going to bring that over to the nfl yeah we're recording this on wednesday and there's just a ton of practice footage coming out against uh, the joint practices um i think they're going against the saints and uh dobbs is just roasting every corner they put in front of him it's just i know it's i know it's pretty easy to know it's training camp it's easy to overreact but if you can get a late round flyer with a high ceiling like that and a high powered offense that's a dude that's the definition of a dude yeah, I think that that this is for sure the type of late round flyers that you like to see. For sure, you, it's, yeah. it's it's obviously a rookie rookie wide receivers lately have been kind of amazing, and I think the bar is probably higher than it should be. Right, but like you said, the the path to to production is right there. It's right in front of him. If he wants it, he can have it. That's pretty that pretty much that simple. Uh, uh, Jacob, who I'm you got? To Taylor first. Oh, Taylor. Yeah, let's throw it to My Taylor. Uh, yeah, I was, right. mine was easy. It jumped because I also have a rookie uh, wide receiver. Um, 
been torching camp uh, from the Steelers, uh, George Pickens. Uh, loved him at Georgia. This is his second or third year off the ACL tear. Um, he looks like he might be the two to three over in Pittsburgh. Um, preseason, he had a touchdown, uh, three to four catches, 43 yards. So I'm really impressed with him. I don't think it's just as like, oh, this is a kid just burning camp corners and he's going to be bad. Like you said, now we're at we're at a point deep in camp that you're at joint practices like like Dobbs from Green Bay is is torching Lattimore for his touchdowns. You know, um, you know, I mean, the number one corner for the Saints. He's not, you know, so these are kids that are producing from OTAs, rook, you know, rookie camp OTAs to now. So this is it's not a it's not a shot in the dark now. These it looks like so I really like uh, Pickens and I think his path to success is uh is is there. You're not scared by who's at who's under center and their O line play. No, and that's the thing. Um, um, one thing. Um. Rosenberger was there, so I think there is a slight upgrade. There is a little mixed bag with uh, Trubisky, Rudolph, Pickett even at the three. The offensive line is not good at all as well, but Deontay Johnson produced well there. He, I think th- there's sometimes I think there's a stigma like, oh, the quarterback's bad and like, you know, there's going to be no production. I mean, someone has to catch the ball. Like Seattle, like one of those receivers is going to have a good year. You know, it might be hard to pick which one, you know, Metcalf might rely on touchdowns too much, but I don't know. I think there, it is a slight upgrade, I think, in wide receiver room. I think Pickens, there's a, there's a lot of room. There's a lot, there's going to be a lot of snaps for him. So I think the, I think the opportunity is there. Yeah, I think the good thing for the Steelers, and it's kind of going, people are like, yeah, the quarterbacks suck, but Roethlisberger last, last year looked like he couldn't throw the ball more than 10 yards, right? So, yeah, so at least I sure. think you'll be, whoever's in that quarterback here is going to be taking deeper shots than they were getting last year. Right. So there is a, there's going to be more opportunity for some big plays uh, in the future. And, and if they are done with Trubisky. You don't, you don't want to want to watch Bren Roethlisberger dump. No, if you're yeah. if you are done go with ahead. Trubisky, then go to Pickett, right? And Pickett can throw the deep ball. We watched it at Pittsburgh. So I mean, there's a certain point that maybe they're waiting to start the kid. But I mean, like you said, there might be a certain point in value where like they they get an upgrade in quarterback talent very quickly into the season. I mean, their defense is not good, so they're gonna be throwing a lot. Just just throwing yeah. that on there. Oh, for sure. Right. For sure. All right, Jacob, hit us with your dude. Uh, I'm gonna switch my dude from yesterday. I might mention him a little Uh-oh. bit, but after reviewing Tyler Algier. For the Falcons. Okay. I, I want to see a lot more from this oh. kid. He only had three carries in the preseason, 25 yards, eight yards a carry. Come on. Like, I, Cordell Patterson snatched that role last year. I know he had like a career year. He's a little up there in age. I mean, I, I trust Cordell Patterson. I had him on my roster last year, but can he do it again? That's easily that's attainable. Question. Yeah. That's a job. That's a job that Algier could have by week five, week six. So I, I definitely want to see more out of the kid. Solid pass catcher, really good at BYU. Like, yeah, that's a kid that does this. He kind of has the same skill set as um, Patterson, and he's very he's bulky, so he can run through the tackles. He's not just running on the outside. So, no, that's a that's a good one. That's somebody. That's somebody that I'm like kind of interested in mock drafts is trying to figure out. Are you still gonna? You can't expect the same thing from Cordero Patterson, right? But is he not coming back to do the same thing? Like, are they are they bring him back like, to the same role? Right? Yeah, no, you're right. Like, it's not like you're not you're you're totally right. Like, he's not. It's not a different situation. Like Patterson's going right back to what he was last year. But it's just like we were so surprised with it last year. I mean, it could be easily right. wrong, and Patterson could easily do this again. But I mean. Dra- it, I always get worried when you draft like, you know, hot, you know, capital for the same position that someone did really good the year after. I mean, remember when Tebow, everybody was excited when he won the playoff game and the second the playoffs ended when they lost, Tebow was no longer starting for that team. So I think sometimes we right. like get sucked into that and the, the, the team really has a, a different plan. Right. But 
they did draft a kid that does all the same things. And Pat, like you said, Patterson is up in age. So it's this isn't like Patterson broke out at 26, you know. So Algier, that's a one thing you should be looking at. Like when you're drafting, that kind of – those kind of like positions because like what's behind the person that had a good year? Like there's not much behind Patterson. So those are kind of like valuable like, you know, nuggets to find when you're looking at rosters, you know, and Algier fits that mold. Yeah, it's classic lottery ticket stuff. Everybody likes a good lottery ticket, right? You cash those babies in. I still remember my best lottery ticket of all time, Joshua Gordon. Friggin' won me the fantasy championship that one year. <laughs> and then and then I've obviously every year there's there's some story of Josh Gordon. He's coming back and I get all hyped up and and then he's still on Chiefs, right? I don't know what back. he's doing nowadays, man. No, I, I, I think they I think he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Ah, okay. No, but the news yeah. will break. He's coming back, and I'm gonna be like <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a look. You're going to pick him up. I'll take that. There's always that one player, right? Yeah, yeah. He literally <laughs> backpacked my team to a championship. I can't I can't ignore that. Uh, you are right, the video that. game numbers. <laughs> yeah, the video game sure. numbers. Yeah. Uh, let's, move on, let's move on to the dud. Uh, Duds uh, preseason week one, where we're at. Um, I'll start real quick. I want to get into it. It's a Washington commander. What the heck's going on with Antonio Gibson right now? Because everything that I'm seeing out, out of out of Washington right now just sounds like he's just getting punched down the depth chart and and da- down to the practice squad, like or even just special teams. And it's like, what is going on over there? I think it, it just feels like that's a dud in the making for where people have been drafting him, drafting him. And I guess more recent mock drafts, he is getting bumped down because of this news. But Because of the Ron- news, yeah. Yeah, but Brian Robinson backing him up looks pretty good there. And, and McKissick yep. has not gone anywhere. That's Pat, like we said, I think we talked about it yesterday, but I'll say it again. McKissick's going to take the passing role. Brian Robinson's probably going to take a lot of the touchdowns. What's going to be left Mm -hmm. there for Antonio Gibson in Washington? Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's going to be much, like you just outlined. Like they they drafted Robinson very high. McKissick, he's an elite pass catcher. And Gibson's a good pass catcher too, but if they're putting, if there's people they already have in place for these specific situations, you're getting that limited to maybe one to two downs per drive if they're going to be rushing every time. And that's, that's not viable for fantasy. Like you said, his, his draft capital is high in fantasy. Like he's a one of, if you're getting him, you're probably, it's your RB2. If you're, you know, at your, you know, so it's, that's not good for right now. And he's, he's having fumbling issues. It's all in preseason. He's like working with second and third teams in a camp. Like, the news is not good right now. Well, I, think I think people yeah. wanted to be high on him too because he had he had the stress fracture last year that we were kind of cautious about. He he over outperformed that honestly. He he finished with a solid year, but you you just talked about it. It's just too crowded of a running back room. I mean, no one's no one's saying the Commanders' offense is going to be a juggernaut that can sustain two running backs, three running backs. So right, well, yeah, questions. it's not even it's it's that compiled with the fact that like it's confirmed i saw a video he's he's now like i think they're trying him out at punt returner right now too so you know somebody who's been injured in the past he's now returning punts and and still trying to fight for a role in the backfield that's i don't know man that seems like a recipe for disaster that's not ideal that sounds like they're trying to get him playing time right right like it's not like all the puzzle pieces are taken away on his side so let's get him repped at punt returns so he can get on the field that's league winner territory for punt uh return yard league though hey yeah no definitely yeah yeah He's a sleeper. I don't know. <laughs> you better right. be listening. Yeah. Taylor, uh, let's get let's get some duds out. Um, so everybody's been uh looking at highlights of him. Um Travis Etienne. Um we re- I really liked him because of his receiving ability. Like he's gonna get it a lot, but 
what I saw in preseason and then a lot of people like draft scouts instead have been already worried about him is that he's very awkward catching the ball. There was multiple instances during the preseason game where he's looking, looking to the uh, quarterback too late. He's not turning his body. You know, there's, it, it looked, it, it might've been like, we were just like, Oh, he got so much workload at Clemson that we're like, Oh, he's going to get more workload now. Same quarterback. Right. So it just, he thought we just put those things together, but uh, it, I need to see more from him. But like the reason why I liked him, you know, he come off the list, Frank, we already were kind of a little slightly, you know, not too optimistic, but like he, we knew he was going to start the year was that I really liked his pass catching ability. And if he, if that's something that's going to uh, be hindered, uh, I'm not too high on him anymore. So I need to see more. But right now that kind of shot him down a little bit. James Robinson coming off that Achilles. So the thought is Etienne will have, he has still have early season value yeah. and, and opportunity to grab that role. But as soon as Robinson's healthy and if Etienne hasn't made his case, then that's Robinson's team. Yeah, see, that's, mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up because James Robinson's another one of those players that like I I stumbled into in Dynasty, and I was like, it, it was it felt like I hit mm-hmm. gold, right? I love this guy, and he's another player that like undrafted rookie, right? Of course. When he comes yeah, that's, back, that's gold. And now yeah. I'm like, I I if he sees the field, I'm I know I know. Obviously, you can go to six score, you can check out his six his six score and, and read about him. I'm still kind of gonna be like, I might I might throw him out there. I might get, take a shot on him. I don't know when's a good time. It's just, I guess it's just opportunity. Cost, He's a late right? season flyer, right? right. Well, yeah, but like, he seems like a late season flyer. But what right. scares me in drafts now is he's still kind of like, kind of pricey, right? Like he's, yeah, he he's is a little, no, he little is. high, yes. but I, I find myself in, in a couple mock drafts that I've done still kind of rolling the dice on him, which is scary. But I think it's just because it's what he've done. Well, in he the didn't past. start the year on pup. Remember? Yeah. He didn't start camp on pup. So everybody likes why the price is so high. Like if you would have started on pop, I feel like that would have, that would have dropped to what you you know. But right now, like like you said, everybody expects him to have a one A one B role with Etienne, and like we don't you know at six core we think it might be a little less than that. But until his price tag go down goes down, like right now, I just it's it's a little high for someone you want to do a late season flyer. Yeah, on. yeah, we got for sure. All right, Jacob. As far as six scores, we got Robinson at seventy two, Etienne at eighty one. So I mean, it'll be interesting to watch once we get closer to to regular season games. But Etienne did have that list, Frank, and that's. That's troubling for little speedbacks, you know, so definitely something for to monitor. Sure. Uh, I got my dud. I I want your guys' input because I'm not – I don't know if I'm ready to put him in the dud category yet. <laughs> Traylon Burks. I'm scared. Don't be scared. I'm scared. I dropped okay. the dynasty. I should be scared. <laughs> uh, Traylon Burks just – As of Wednesday, did you see his touchdown? Did you see his touchdown? Yeah, but then he leaves, he leaves right after. We don't know what the issue is. They asked Mike Vrabel yeah. about him. He's like, oh, well, you know, anyone that misses practice time is going to miss out on opportunities. Vrabel just, mm. I mean, he's so cryptic. cryptic. He scares me yeah. on every yeah. every like facet. So, what was your take? He had he's had a lot of stuff in the preseason already. I think yeah, like he had the asthma. He had the overweight overweight issues. I mean, I totally agree. There's a lot of bad stuff, but I, I think like he's gonna get over that stuff. I think this is one where like we don't want to read too much. It definitely isn't the Jamar Chase. I can't read the ball well, you know, thing. But I think. Burks has he's got the opportunity he's like the one right now with Woods you know recovering off the ACL um there's you know signs that he's not like running routes well or not reading offense I mean he's a rookie he's learning the offense like let you know it's going to take some time um Tannehill already talked well about him he likes him you always like when a quarterback talks well about you know regardless if you need to learn or not like at Watson you're hearing that oh he's going to need more time like, you don't want to hear that. So, like, if you have someone saying, like, Tannehill's, like, excited to work with him and see what he's got from him, um, I definitely hear you. There's some red flags that you're hearing before, but 
I think he could be. He'll be okay. Yeah, I think in dynasty for sure. I think you can you can probably cool the Jets on the dud talk. But in redraft for sure, this seems like a trap to me yeah. right now, especially early on. You're gonna. It mm-hmm. seems like somebody you draft and are are like, I'm really in on this guy, and then like five or six weeks into the season, you're like, I want to get rid of this guy so bad. And then you get yep. rid of him, and then he burns you. This is this this guy's gonna burn you at the mm-hmm. last the last bit. It's just a matter of how long do you want like to hold the, on. I'm to on Saint Raw, yeah. Saint Brown. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those. Saint Brown did that last year to a lot of people. Yeah, yep. that's true. That's what I'm feeling with this guy right now. I mean, I kind of want I kind of want people to view him as a dud. I mean, there's just there's no rookie wide receiver with the clear path to playing time. Maybe Drake London, you can make a case right. for, but Robert Woods with the the ACL. I mean, who are the other? Wide receivers in Tennessee. They're all blocking tight ends. Not blocking tight end wide receivers. Let me get this straight, Jacob. You you're nominating Traylon Burks as a dud to spread dud propaganda so you could get him at a at a cheaper Absolutely. cost. Wow, that's uh this is that's a first here. <laughs> that's that's a first on that's slimy side. in a way. That's a little slimy. <laughs> well, I mean at least now it's up ever it's like you're upfront about it. Everybody knows what you're trying to do, and maybe we can get right. the, we can get this to if, spread. If I was smarter, I wouldn't have been upfront. <laughs> If I was he's smart, up, that would have up, deployed it and kept it in my back pocket. You know? <laughs> you're upfront salesman about your snake oil. I, I, I got guilty <laughs> midway through presenting him as a dud. No, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. All right. So that was dudes and duds. We can move on to expert rankings uh, from our expert ranker. But first, we must play this one more time. It's We have to end the segment this way. Here it is. Dudes and duds. Man, I just can't I, get over I know everyone's clamoring for it. Yeah. They, yeah, the the, they can't the wait word. to hear it. Find it on iTunes. It We're charging a dollar twenty-nine a download. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Old school. Although, really? although, royalty. That's how I'm going to pay for my next house. Send yeah? us a message though, if you do want to buy it. I could email it to you. Maybe I don't know. This got this got weird. Uh, uh, all right, let's get on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's get a slimy. Hey, hey guys, that was buy. that was a slimy hey. salesman right there. Want to buy a sound? <laughs> I was. Uh, no. Okay. All right. So as we know internally here, Taylor, you are the expert ranker on our staff okay it's 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 not a surprise you let us know every day that we are peasants and you are oh, you are the man uh, i don't do that no you don't, don't you don't that. really do that <laughs> inadvertently you might but no not not directly uh and, and no we're, we're happy to see it so you've now before this podcast we before we recorded this you've shared your rankings with us and this is the first time we had seen them and we were going through and we we're just trying to pick out not nitpick per se, but just some things that stand out to us from, from a fantasy football player standpoint. Uh, and we can go down the list. Jacob, I know you have it in front of you. Uh, we can go, let's go position by position. We'll start with quarterbacks. We'll run down the, the rankings and see if we can find any surprises, I guess. I well, number say. one, I want to, I want to mention like Justin didn't let anybody see the rankings. Very <laughs> Nicholas Cage, national treasure. Like, don't touch. Don't let anybody see. You wanted. You wanted a natural reaction. Yeah, I wanted switch, it to be a right? surprise. I don't want to listen. If if I had hours to sit down, we'd be here all day. I'd be like, listen, why is Colt McCoy so low? He's a legend. <laughs> he needs to be higher on True. your list, bro. But I agree. But because I only have this, you know, I have it now. I'm not going to go there. But I, but I guess I kind of just sure. did. Uh, Jacob, let I know, it. I'm let looking, it, I can't find him. <laughs> let it rip. Let Let's see. What are you seeing uh, right out the gate when you look at the QB rankings? Is there anything just kind of kind of taking you by surprise? I mean, it's a pretty solid list. I don't I don't have many nitpicks. I like Herbert at two. I like Russell Wilson over Lamar Jackson. I think there's a lot of value in your your ten to fifteen range. I mean, I know Justin, that's your strategy is just waiting on a quarterback. So, if you see yeah. anyone in in 10 to 20 that you're excited about or think should be higher 
Yeah, I, I maybe push it too far when I'm drafting. Sometimes you'll see I'll see people in my leagues picking backup quarterbacks before I even get and this is one QB league, so I don't know what they're doing, but uh they'll start right. scooping. That's about my that's usually my cue to be like, all right, maybe I should actually grab somebody if they start, yeah, start looking. Yeah. I'm like, I should probably grab yep. somebody. So yeah, like the, the obviously the twelve to fifteen range, I'm looking and I couldn't help but notice my man Aaron Rodgers all the way down at fifteen. And and I I'm sure that there's a case that can be made. Obviously, he's lost a lot of weapons, but what makes it even more harder to digest is the fact that at 16, immediately behind Aaron Rodgers, is Tua Tagovailoa. If I said that yeah. correctly, um, that's definitely a t- <laughs> yeah. You did. Uh, that's a two. That's a tier break. I was about to say that's a Tua break. Yeah. No, it is a Tua that's a, break. That's a, that's a, <laughs> no, it is. It's both actually. It's a it's a tier break. Though I totally agree. Like I don't. I know you don't like seeing those two names together in terms of like talent. They're definitely vastly different. But um, I don't. I see Lance, Carr, Cousins, and Rogers in the same group. Um, so it's definitely he's the bottom of that tier. Um, I don't. I don't like the weapons. Like you can't tell. I know he's so good, and I know as an elite quarterback. You make everybody good around him. He's done it. Like he had Randall Cobb has is fantasy viable, you know, at this current stage. He makes people better around him, right? But I don't like what's there. Uh, tight end wise, um, Robert Tanya and ACL, ACL yeah. from Tanya. Josh Tagara is yeah. going to be maybe the main uh, option. Come on. <laughs> and he's a blocking yeah. tight end. So uh, the value I think that gets from this situation is more the running backs. I really like Aaron Jones this year, especially PPR. I know half PPR, these are rankings. So, but either way, like the half PPR, Aaron Jones is higher than he would be in a standard because I'm not relying on touchdowns. They, he's going to get lots of um, uh, catches. Rogers just said he wants Dylan and him both to get 50 plus catches a year. That already shows me yeah. that he wants, he's not even looking at his wide receivers. <laughs> so that, I don't know. That's that. So that's very limiting on like, you know, With going TV, down the yeah. field. I don't think you're getting 40, 30 touch, uh, 35 touchdowns from him. Like he might barely get, over 27 you know like in like he's going to be forcing the ball more there's going to be a lot more receivers that probably aren't running the routes they're supposed to that leads to interception so i don't know the offensive line we didn't even talk about that with Batia yeah we haven't even talked about the tackles yet yeah yeah and that's huge so I, I i'm not i think rogers here definitely is like oh wow it's there but deserving yeah, I mean, I, I do agree with that category that he's in right there. And Trey Lance to me is somebody who's like a wild card, right? Because he's he could That's, what he what is. could he possibly be doing? Every time I see I see him throw and pre yeah. like he, preseason had a couple amazing throws and and he could drop below Tua. Tua. He could drop below Tua. He has such a like vast, yeah. but like, he could range jump up to setting. top five, right? Like he could be top five by the end of the right. season, and people yes. would be like, yeah. I knew that this was coming, right? Like if this is, he's due, like because yeah. of his, oh, his rushing ability is nuts. Yeah, hundred yes. percent. Yeah. So yeah, th- these rankings they don't they don't sicken me. Okay. Okay, that's a compliment. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sickened. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. But I am a little unsettled just seeing Rogers' name next to next to two. I will name uh, one one little. Like, if you are waiting for quarterback, I know a lot of people do that. The range that I think is very like we. I think we did talk about that. Is uh, there are a lot of good quarterbacks later on if you're missing out on the top ones. Like I don't mind Daniel Jones this year. He's my sleeper mm. quarterback that I submitted to Fantasy Pros. Um, Tannehill is – I'm a little iffy on, but he's good. I really like Marcus Mariota this year. I think he's going to be really good. Um, he was one of my – I had a multiple dudes. Um, so I like Mariota. So, yeah. yeah, there's a range in this, like, lower tier that I think you could be okay with missing out on the top and loading up another position. I've done that in a mock draft where – actually, just recently, I just did one where 
where I waited on quarterback again, and I waited probably too long, and I'm talking like round 12, 13. And I, when I, when I start no, seeing sure. the backups yeah. get taken – that take away my fault, my usual fallbacks around 10. Yeah. I, I just wait yeah. at that point. I'm like, all right, it's Marcus Mariota. Like I, I actually am okay with settling with Marcus Mariota and then just figuring it out as the season goes, either he's it and he's, he's, yeah. he's up there or I'll just find somebody else and deal with it. But I just take, take some flyers on other people while some people are picking two quarterbacks, uh, you know, in a one quarterback league. Uh, I don't know. Well, there's most people are playing. I feel like I don't know. I know this is how PPR, but I really am playing a lot of two quarterback leagues yeah. recently, and even super flex, which is like starting not even just two quarterbacks, starting one in the flex. Then you have you know you should be drafting like three, and you see those leagues like quarterbacks, all of them are taken by round five or six, yeah. right? Like yeah. so. No, but if you have a like a, a league like that, they have two quarterbacks, and you're loading up on the like, Cooper Cups, like Jefferson, you know, rounding on the turn. You get um, Mariota, and I know you're not happy, but like Daniel Jones and stuff, and you starting those two, and your rest of your roster is very balanced out, rounded out, running back. I think that could win. Like I don't mind that. And you waited, you know, how long? Yeah. To, to you know, for those quarterbacks, it's viable. I think. I think hearing Daniel, uh, I've heard Daniel Jones too many times on this podcast, and I'm ready to move on uh, personally. <laughs> yeah, He's my QB sleeper of the year. You, I got to keep on mentioning. That's a bold him. move. It's a bold move, Cotton. Uh, we'll see it's how it plays bold. out for you. Uh, all right, let's move on to running backs. Uh, I know right off the, right off the top when we're looking at these running back rankings, it seemed like every list I've ever seen in all all leading up to this preseason to this point right now, Jonathan Taylor is the running back one, except for here. What's up? What's up? You got you got who you got at number one, and uh, and let's give me your thought process. Uh, CMC is my one. Uh, I think it's standard when you're, it's not uh, even half PPR or PPR. You might may have an argument. I still might put CMC in front. Um, I think if he's playing, he's playing a full season, which he's fully capable of. We don't have any issues with injuries he's had in the past. I think he's has a fantastic season. Um, um, last night, uh, pre pre deep this podcast. They were doing the fantasy marathon on um, ESPN, and uh, I saw ankle CMC as the top injury issue, and I, I don't I'm, I, I don't have any issues with him. Um, he's going to catch the ball, pass the ball. Uh, Baker Mayfield is fully capable of uh, throwing the short pass to him. So he's going to continually be the focal point of the team. They're not going to change that. Um, they The offensive line has improved um, with uh, left tackle. They got um, – Martin is very good on the right side. So um, I, I don't see any issues. Um, you're totally right, though. Taylor's not far behind. Offensive line is great in the Colts. I just think they might pass a little more. I think Matt Ryan is good. And I think they, they're, they're, they're going to be uh, in a lot of games. So that definitely helps Taylor running the ball and helping that out. But the receiving ability, especially in half PPR, Hines is great. So he's going to take those catches away. Taylor has improved. He used to just catch one. He's maybe two to three catches a game now. But that that's limiting, you know, CMC could get seven. His 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 lowest game might be three, you know, so uh, it's you're definitely right. That's an argument. But CMC for me is the, the one there. I want to hear your thought process on DeAndre Swift over Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift at nine, Joe Mixon at 10. Um, DeAndre Swift's going to be amazing this year. Um, I'm, I think the Lions might be better than people think. I, um, it's not like a. I think it gets a little talked about too much. Every time a team is on hard knocks, they pump the team up a little bit. I'm not saying the lines are going to be crazy good, but Swift is going to be a very fixture part of the offense. They're going to, they're not going to use Jamal Williams much as they did last year. He was very efficient at getting first downs, but I don't see him being used much past uh, catching the ball. Swift already showed that he can do that. Um, 
he has a lot. He did have a lot of soft tissue issues. He has a migraine issue he had since he was young, younger. But uh, I think if they utilize him in the way they they supposed they're supposed to, they want to. He can get twenty plus touches a game. Uh, he 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 could be all over the place on the offense. Well, it's just interesting to see together because I I kind of see him as a new mixin. I mean, he's a three down back. There's not really much competition on that team, so that he yeah. can easily match that production of early year mixins. No, because you don't want to fall in love with like uh-huh. the rankings of people like what they did in the past. Like Mixon is definitely probably a better player in his own right right now. But I mean, from a, like going upwards, I think Swift's taken a little bit of a step this year. Um, there's so many weapons on the Bengals. Like I think they could throw the throw the ball to Mixon more, you know. But he is part of the passing game, so that's why Mixon's up there. Yeah. But I think Swift is he's going to have a bigger chunk of the offense. Yeah, somebody I'm like scared when I see their name, but now given given the recent stuff going on with Kenneth Walker. What are you feeling about Rashad Penny? Let's say hypothetically he he magically stays healthy the whole season. Is that somebody that w- if you knew that he would be higher in the rankings? I mean, obviously the injury history. Well, Jacob, San Diego State guy. <laughs> what do you we're, think? We're too biased. Yeah, we're too biased. <laughs> I mean, you could you could argue that he's already had his groin for the year. He's just getting it out of yeah. the way, you know. Then he's going to be good. Yeah. No, I think the opportunity's there, right? I mean, um, with the Walker uh, scared of the. Or it could have core with a hernia issue. Um, I mean, Penny can be the focal point of that offense there. Drew Locke is terrible. Uh, Geno Smith is just there because he knows how to run the offense. I mean, they don't want that. Um, they're just waiting for this QB class for the draft next yeah. year, I'd say. That's why Lockett and Metcalf are not leaving. There's, I, mean, I don't know. They already tried to get rid of them. That's a weird situation. So why not run the ball? Penny showed at the end of the year. He, at his stats of the year are mind-boggling, right? Like, that's what we were expecting him to do before, you know. But like you said, so many soft tissues. He's already got one already. I wouldn't put too much stock in him, but I, I honestly, the rankings are before the Kenneth right, Walker right. news. But, I mean, Pe- Penny Penny should be – I wouldn't be scared of him. I don't think we should be keep on being scared of him. You should maybe have a little plan, like the next guy. You should maybe get, like, a cream hunt or something behind him just to, like, bounce out because there is a chance he misses time. He's done it. Yeah. He, he hasn't shown he hasn't done it. So, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't just avoid right. him. I think he, his opportunity is to have a decent year as the, the number one with, you know, Walker, maybe those few weeks time. that you have them, they're going to be nice, right? Maybe you could flip them, <laughs> right? It's like, you just yeah. push it see how far you can push right, it and you then flip them at the last second. He's an yeah. asset. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always looking for a good trade angle, a trade edge throughout the season. I think he's sure. definitely somebody. You're a trade. Yeah, yeah. he's somebody that you could buy right like now at a reduced value. Have him pop off for like one to two weeks. I didn't mean to call you a trader. No, 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 no. I just trader. called you a trader. I, mean, like, like, I just thought about it. I'm like, yeah, if, yeah. With the D, like, it's I different. You Arnold on accident. No, no you're you're good. All right, let's let's move on to the wide receivers. Uh, and then again, this is another one right out the gate. The one, two, at least for me, obviously you guys knew uh, if you listen to the podcast last week, my thoughts on Cooper cup. And, and again, he, he did it last last year. And obviously you can't go off of what happened last year, but it's just seem like you said, there, there will be regression for Cooper cup. I, I can't push him off the number one spot. And if I personally, uh, but I, I see the arguments for all those, all those at the top three or four, but you you did push Cooper Cup off the top for for another fella. What, what's going on there? So Justin Jefferson, uh, love him. I think he's going to take. It. He's already amazing. I think. I don't. I don't know. I think you're right. That's like a one A one B. They could be tied, right? It's a, that's a matter of like when you're drafting. Once the big RBs and the couple quarterbacks go by, if you're going there, you usually don't. If you're, you know two quarterback, whatever. 
like that's someone you look at and that's probably the first big like eternal argument you should have with yourself is like should i go cup or jefferson because like that's that's an art argument like that's not that's not a set in stone argument um i don't know how you feel uh Jacob, I know they have a new offensive coordinator. I mean, head coach, whole staff, you know, Zimmer's gone. It's going to be more of an offensive system. A lot of people are really hyping up the Vikings offense. You know, Cook, I think Cook's going to be good this year too. Um, but Jefferson, I think just, if he just take, he doesn't even need to take a big step for how where he is. He yeah. just has an even better year. He's the number one wide receiver, I think. No, I think it's kind of just a go with your gut, depending on where you are on the draft board. But you're not going to be kicking yourself for, oh, I went Cup over Jefferson or, oh, I went Jefferson over Cup. It's They're both going to be solid producers for you. i got to say, wide receiver rankings are just like, I find myself looking at that at all hours of the night, just <laughs> trying to get research because it just seems so deep this year. Like, I want to know who's the 50 through 75 that you can take a flyer on late round because – I'd rather wait on wide receiver than running back. I don't know you guys. Obviously, it depends on where you are in the draft board, but it, it seems like a lot of value this year, the wide receiver spot. Yeah, I like, I'm just stacking wide receiver. I've seen some of the draft I've showed you where like you can get like the number one guy in good offenses and have that and get like, you know, depth running backs later just the way you draft. But yeah, that means you necessarily wouldn't get Cup or Jefferson to start. But like you said, there's so, like it's so deep. Like I told you how much I like Marquise Brown. I have him at 16. I think Cortland Sutton has a chance to go inside yeah. the top ten, right? He's he's incredible. He's, yeah, he's four, he's fourteen yeah. on yours, but Keenan Allen at ten, I think, is very yeah. And I think that's someone that could easily. I, I had a little argument with him and Devo. I don't really know how much Devo is going to be involved this year. I I would assume he runs less, which means catches more. Because I wouldn't say you phase him out of your offense. He's an integral. He's so good after the catch. You know, he's a very good offensive threat. So if he's going to run less, that means he's catching more, I would say. So I, I that's a good one. Tyreek Hill, I think he, I, I think he's a kind of player that doesn't matter who the quarterback is. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. So I, I like him this year too, matter if you like Tua or not. Um, another one I was going to tell you I like is uh, Rashad Bateman. Like at 22, like that's a kid that could go, I, I can yeah. go top 15 for him. Like there, like you said, there's, it's very, very deep you know, after the top, like 20, 30 for the wide receivers. So I really, I actually do really like these rankings. I'll give you, I'll give you your, uh, your, your expert stamp of approval on this one. I think, I think the wide receivers here, and <laughs> I'm not even mad at Jeff, Justin Jefferson over Cooper cup. I'm just saying, I, I just, it was like a personal thing for me. I just feel like for after sure. what cup did, it's crazy, but that's, this is all fine to me. And I guess there's one wide receiver that I find myself a little bit like after the first few rounds, kind of hesitant to pull the trigger on Allen Robinson now with the Rams, what what are your thoughts on him? Like, what are you expecting from Allen Robinson? Is he as bad as he was last year, or was that just a situation thing? Well, it's I think it's situational. He's also thrived in bad situations, so that's why it makes it so muddled, right? Like on the Jaguars, right. he made Bortles. They almost want. They almost went to the Super Bowl. They almost beat the the Patriots. Like they they that team was nuts. They had a very good offense with him there. Um, and then he goes over to Chicago, has a couple of years, and then I don't know. Um, I remember Jacob specifically in the last pod, uh, I think one uh, podcast four saying Nagy stink. So like, that's definitely like, <laughs> I don't know if he's bringing that over to the Rams. I don't know if it's like on his clothes or not, but like, I think he, he's like, you he said, he's the two there and that's an offense that went off last year, right? Cups there. He'll take attention. Right. Um, no Beckham at the current moment. So Robinson, there's no injury issues. He should be skyrocketing. I don't see. So if it's a mental or mindset thing, that's something I, I don't know. 
But there's nothing, there's no reason for Robinson not to have a very good year this year. The one guy I did want to ask you, I believe we talked about before, is Gabriel Davis. I Every time I did these rankings, just because, like you said, the wide receivers are so deep this year, every single person that I looked at underneath them, I kept putting over Davis. Like, I just can't fall in love with, like, his... Yes, and I think um, I remember I showed you the East uh, from the consensus. Like I, I really am like not high in him. The situation is unarguable. Is arguably very, very. It's the one of the best for a quarter, fantasy. Uh, you're the quarter. You're the wide receiver two for the quarterback one of all fantasy. Like he, 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 he could he could fall into eight hundred and four or five. You know what I mean? So it's it's a it's a situation. I just don't know if he he's ready for that. He's had games where I remember he had like three touchdowns. Um, and it, like he's a he's a monster. But um, Diggs is obviously going to be fine. I'm not really worried about anything in that Bills offense. It's not really per se. It's just like I can't. I, every player I see, I could easily put over. Um, game, like London, Thielen, even Godwin with the the ACL. I still think I just I don't see Davis putting up the numbers for how high he's going in drafts. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the tight ends, and it, it'll wrap up the expert rankings. Uh, and this is another one right at the top that this one might actually be the most egregious of them all. I wanted you to uh, say that word. Try, I was got, thinking egregious in my head. I got to say like, egregious. Was, yes, That's, I love you. that word. Yeah, yeah, it's a great word. This, yeah. this is it, right? So I, don't, I, I love hearing your reasoning on it, and obviously we'll get to that in a second. It's just to see Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews in the top three, but neither at number one. That can be a little startling to to pretty much any fantasy football player. Uh, but what's your what's your thought process on that? Well, Kelsey was already dropping out. He did. Uh, Andrews had, had such a fantastic season last year, so he was already not the number one. But I think Pitts. Okay, we already like London, right? But if even London has his little rookie stuff, Pitts is the main man there. He's running. He's running in the slot. He's running at tight end. He's a matchup problem for every single person on the other side of the ball. He had a thousand and one, like, and that looked like a bad year. His touchdown was not even in the United States. He scored in the London game. Like, <laughs> see, he still needs to score a national touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So, no, he's gonna. I think he's just. There's a sky. Oh wait, you know, what I just realized every game for the Falcons this year will be the London game. Is Kyle Pitts gonna score every game this season? <laughs> yeah. That's what now I'm that saying. Drake London's on the team, every game's oh, a London game. That I missed. <laughs> wait that. a minute. Connection. <laughs> Wait a minute. You could technically that flew over my head right. too. I, I'm not the only one. Yeah, that went over my head. You're like, what is this guy? What is he on about? Yeah, like, uh, but no, I really like Kyle Pitts. He's yeah. somebody that I was fortunate enough to grab in Dynasty uh, rookie drafts For last sure. year, and I'm I'm all in on Pitts. It's just, it just seems like you know, I, obviously, it just it's another one of those things that's one. Like, it yeah. looks jarring, right? It looks well, jarring to see Kelsey. I see paper. I see Hill with him. Hill gone. I see uh Kelsey being like, you know, they're going to cover him more. They're going to have more coverage linebackers covering him in the middle. He's going to get, yeah. he's going to get King Justed. Um, so I don't see, he's going to be the man though. No, no, no way. He's not going to have a bad, uh, I think he's going to have a great season. Kelsey draft Kelsey. We're asking the, you know, if, you know, if you're doing a tight end premium, yeah. like Scott fish bowl league, um, you are definitely drafting him in the first two rounds. So no, definitely don't, I'm not telling you not to, but I think Pitts is going to have a better year than him. Um, Andrews. I yeah, mean, this I, is, I'm all yeah, in on him now. Yeah. Now, now that I know he's going to score a touchdown seventeen times this year, there you season. go. Uh, he doesn't so score yet. Yeah, scores in London. Sure. Yeah. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is it. We just broke the code. Uh, all right, listen. The one I have a question for you about this because I know tight ends is a position that I either jump on really fast or I just completely forget about towards till I find somebody at the end that can suffice. Right. So 
outside of the top 12, right? Outside of the TE1s. I need you to give me somebody who who you think might actually break into the top 10 or, or the top tier of tight ends. Because it happens every year, it seems like. You can find somebody on waivers or somebody that you got for a steal late that winds up shooting up and, and becoming a, a real tight end, like a factor. So tight end. I feel like I already did that. I shot Cole Komet all the way to 10. Um, I think he's going to make that jump this year. Um, I think he's he's going to be maybe the at least the second target on that offense. With uh, Mooney might also take a step. We do have issues with their offensive line. Will Fields take a jump? But I think Komet is already taking a jump at the end of last year, and I think he's going to be very good for that team. Um, I also like 16. I like David Njoku. I think he's going to be awesome. No Hooper there. I think um, Brissett, very, very good at targeting the tight end. So I think um, Njoku at 16, like you can wait and get a solid tight end there. Um, one question I did have for you guys, though. Um, at the five, I had Dalton Schultz over Darren Waller. That might be something people have a little issue with. I just want to explain real quick. Like Darren Waller, we don't have any issues. He just um, practiced uh, Wednesday our, when our podcast release is that he's we don't worry about his knee from last year. We didn't really know exactly what it was, but he's fine with that hamstring fine. Um, I just see Schultz as being very targeted in that Dallas offense. Um, Gallup not playing for the first half of the year. Um, Lamb, I think, is going to be awesome. But I think Schultz will take a lot of targets, and I don't think he's touchdown dependent. I think he's five catches, 75 yards, and no touchdown. That's solid for your tight end. So yeah, I, I wanted say, to hear your thoughts on that. A- yeah. It's not as crowded as as Las Vegas, so yeah. Devontae Adams is going to take a lot. Hunter Renfro still in that offense. I mean, there, there's a lot of a lot of guys that could compete for catches, whereas it's just Schultz and Schultz and Lamb basically. Jalen yeah. Tolbert is going to get his, but you know, early season they lost James Washington. Let's uh, let's run through. I, I was combing the your overall rankings and seeing how they match up against the expert consensus. So let me just run run through some of your uh, egregious since that's the word of the day. <laughs> that's the word no i just you said the word it's it's cool to see how how you rank them versus versus where they are overall let's let's start with kareem hunt you have them at 42 expert consensus has that 72 so you got them and this is the overall higher. rankings this isn't the Correct. this isn't the position by decision kareem hunt, i have ranking, a, yeah. i have them a higher than most you're saying yeah yeah i think kareem, i think Brissett just can't throw the ball so I think uh, the Hunt's gonna they're gonna rely on Hunt. They're they're gonna need to have their best people on the field for that team. So Chubb is really good. He's gonna need to be there. Hunt the lineup up. He can line up a wide receiver. He can. He's very good. Just in he can also run the ball. There's they have a very good one A one B. It's probably one of the best running back uh, like positionals in the league. Uh, offensive line top three. Uh, they're, they're, I think Hunt's good. I think I don't have anything wrong with that. And then especially with the half PPR, you're adding his production in the passing game. I think that's fine with Hunt. I think he's good, better than most. All right, rapid fire. Next one is J.K. Dobbins. You have 80 overall. Expert consensus is 45 overall, so 35 spots lower. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins, that's our sixth score. We already talked about him. Uh, multi-ligament knee, ACL. Um, here it is like – Trying to come back. I know he cleared Pup, but I don't have any expectation for him to be a good player this year. Um, maybe a late round, he gets better. You know, late round, he uh, late half of the season, he gets better. But at the current moment, um, I saw Mike Clay take him a 4-5 in the fantasy uh, ESPN. I wouldn't touch him at the moment. I, he might be off my list in general. I don't even know. Like, you know, we have Michael Thomas and we're like, oh, his injury will get better. You know, take him in a little. If he falls late enough, that's value. i do not not sure where Dobbins has value this year. Now that offense is going to be interesting. I know it's Bateman is the wide receiver one, but two and three is what Prochet and 
<laughs> like right. it's, it's a Duvernay, bunch of Duvernay, yeah, Duvernay, it's so odd. It's, yeah, it's odd how that's going to work, especially if they have no running game besides Lamar Jackson to start. Um, we already talked about Rodgers. You have him 25 spots lower than the consensus at 124. Another name that stood out to me is Marlon Mack. I mean, I know Damian Pierce is getting a lot of love. You have Marlon Mack at 127, so 32 spots higher than the expert consensus. Well, Dame Pierce is showing he's going to get touches. So, and I never really, I wasn't really concerned about that. I think he was, at least if anything, he's a very good pass catching back. So um, what he showed in preseason that it's a lot better between the tackles than I thought. Um, He got a very high uh, pro football focused, you know, rush grade in general. Like I'm definitely high on him, but I think Mack's the one there still. I think Mack still gets decent touches. Um, Second year. Second year on Achilles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Second year at Achilles. So I, I don't. I think he's fine. If anything, you know, they're going to be sharing anyway. So I'm not. I wouldn't take. Max should be at least like a solid little choice off the bench. If anything, I'm not expecting anybody unless you're doing zero running back. You know, maybe. But at the current, you know, current moment, I think uh, Mac is the one there, and I think Pierce isn't taking too much from him to take his value. They're very close, and just like the RB's position to score in general, Pierce and Mac are, you know, around the same area. So you know. It is a it is a team where they're deciding who and one's young, one's old, right? But well, now I can't wait. Mind Mac. I can't wait to draft against you in our company league because I know all your sleepers now. Yeah, well, yeah, we <laughs> got the, the whole there. list. We know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> yes. Somehow you're still gonna surprise us. I'm sure. Yeah, you'll, you'll I'll hold some info back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you got to. You have to. Yep. You know, you got to do it for you. Uh, but no, this has been a lot of fun running down these lists, and uh, and I actually think they're pretty good. So I know we give you a lot of crap. They're it, it's solid. The fact that you went through and did all this, uh, and then shared it with us, uh, that's that's on you, man. You're gonna lose money somehow yep. uh, because we like like Jacob said, we have the deets, you have the deets. So yep, we, we exactly. <laughs> we got the deets. Yeah. Uh, I think that's like an Arby's slogan, right? Uh, we have the. Deets. I don't need Arby's. I don't know. Uh, again, we're trying to get paid by so somebody any else. Any NILs want uh, to send our way? Yeah. Was, <laughs> Yeah, you're trying yeah, to get. Come on, you're really come trying on, here. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm trying to make us all money. All right, yeah. uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, stay tuned to sixscore.com if you want to check it out there. I think, but I believe this Friday or this weekend, uh, here in the next couple of days, you'll see the 2022 NFL preseason injury report as compiled yeah. by you guys. Uh, tell us about that real quick before and, and and what they can actually gain from that. So we we debuted our uh, team previews. We did it by division, but this is just all in one document it's a pdf it's linked so you can jump straight to your team it's easily sortable all that type of stuff so you can control f it command f whatever you do find the find the player you want and it's updated with their six score so you can have it open when you're drafting have it open just just while preseason's going on and check out how, what the health's like for your team injury draft bible you need absolutely. it absolutely yeah when you're drafting sure you better yeah, have it in front have, of you absolutely you know, if you, at any point in the draft if you said is it that is that guy hurt Boom! This will be right there. You open it up, you'll be able to. Find or you're it you're, you're picking between one or two people, players, so. like oh, this guy, this guy, and this guy's yeah. coming off the ACL. Take the other guy, and you're, you can get the information from our our packet there. Hundred percent. All right. Well, this has been a uh, a good time. Another fantasy football show presented by Sports Injury Central. Next week, we're, I believe we'll be doing a twelve team Superflex mock draft. I know we did a mock draft in our first episode. wasn't super flex. This is going to be a little bit different next week, so I'm excited to break that I'm bringing down. you guys in, yep, to the deep end. It's going to be scary. It's going to be scary. Bring, bring your floaties. Bring your floaties. We'll see you guys later. We appreciate you listening uh, at 6-4 on social media. See you later.